Mark your calendars and join all your ACB friends June 17th for the ACB Summer Auction. It's going to be a fun night of friends and fundraising for ACB. Some of our ACB leaders will be auctioning off items such as crafts, collectibles, jewelry, vacations, and food. It all gets underway at 7 p.m. Eastern on Zoom and ACB Media. But you can get a head start on all the fun with the Appetizer Auction, June 15th and 16th. To find out more, get in touch with Leslie Spoon by emailing Leslie Spoon at CFL.RR.com. That's Leslie Spoon at CFL.RR.com. Get ready to get bidding at the ACB Summer Auction, Saturday, June 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern on Zoom and ACB Media. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I love Braille family is like... uh, group of everybody where people can have their breakfast like us in California or lunch in the Eastern Zone or dinner in African countries. So this is Vileen Shah, your facilitator, welcoming you to Isle of Braille on June the 8th, 2023. As you know, this event is sponsored by the East Bay Center for the Blind and supported by American Council of the Blind. Friends, the second Thursday of every month, we discuss questions that participants ask. And it is interesting that some participants ask questions and other participants answer. So, each of us learn from one another. And that is the beauty of this interactive session. I have received something like three questions via email. And I would like to discuss The first question that came from Dixie Anderson. Let me see Dixie is here. Dixie, if you are here, unmute yourself and uh, ask your question. Yes, here we go. We can hear you. (laughs) All right. Mm -hmm. So my question is about, I guess, the why, the how did it happen? How did it happen that W ended up to be after you know, you go through the sequencing and, you know, you got the, the, the A through J with no dot. Then you got the next ones with the dot. Uh, six. Six. And then, yeah. so, so how did it end up that the W ended up after a WH and an OW? Because I understand the W not being there because it wasn't in the alphabet, the French alphabet. But how did it end up sequenced after the OW and the WH? Okay, so let me a little bit expand it just in case uh, your question is not clear to some of our participants. So what she's trying to say is that if you add dot six, it becomes a contraction starting 
A through J. I mean, J is, of course, an exception. So, A, that is dot 1 and 6 CH, dot 1, 2, 6 GH, you know, it goes on up to uh, I, which is dots 2, 4, and then 6, that is 2, 4, 6, which is OW. After that, we just get a single letter, W. So, why that W is in the series of uh, these contractions and it has no contraction? How come that W seems to be separate? And Dixie mentioned to me, which we all know, that initially when Louis Braille created the alphabet, uh, there was no W because there is no there was no W in French language. And then he added it later. So we know that story. However, why that W is like uh, some people say black ship. <laughs> you know? so it's like, let's it's like see dangling at the end it's like it's yeah. it, you know it if it was if it was um mm -hmm. it dots one six there was the w it would make sense okay we slipped it in but it's like yeah. they did all this other stuff and then okay now we'll stick it in at the end so why is so you know this is such a logical questions i know it it uh, Dix is looking for rationality. What's the yes. reasoning behind having W in that series of dot six contractions? Okay, so please raise your hand uh, if you have some answer or some explanation, some comments about this. We do have a raised hand from Alice. Yes. Alice, yeah, I kind of thought. Alice Massa. Yes, good morning, everyone. Good morning, yes. I, uh, if you l listen or read the book in Braille, mm -hmm. Braille into the next millennium, mm -hmm. and it was edited by Judy Dixon, and that's a wonderful book. And even though it was copyrighted back in 2000, of course, all the historical parts and the parts about Braille are still valid today. And it's a wonderful read. I think it's 16 hours and something, but it is also available in Braille. And in that book is the best explanation of this I've ever read. And that is that in that row, when you're dealing with the row concept of Braille, taking letters A through J, and then for letters K through T, adding your dot three, and then for the third row, adding then the dot six, because we've already added dot three. And um, this space after the letter Z in that row concept and prior to the placement of the W below the J and T of the three rows there are the French letters with the vowels accented, the accent aigu and accent grave. And I don't remember those exactly, but that is the reason each of those with the added dot six below the letters that would be in the third row after the letter Z are the accented letters of the French language. And the spot that was left available then was the double for the W was the dot j plus the letter six dot six yeah 
And that's the way I understood it the best from reading Braille into the next millennium. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Alice. Great. Okay, let's see who is next explaining. Next up, we have Beth. Hear me? Yes, now we can hear. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have a new phone, so it's kind of, it can be stubborn sometimes, but I'm, I'm, uh, when the lady said about the accents, um, just, I gotta put, yeah, yeah, um, I, I'm confused, um, about the accent, like when to use a, like, grave and, uh, like, and what the dots are and the acute accent because i i see them but i get confused in in like um like what the dots are with what accents and yeah wouldn't you use like an accent a or grav um okay so in a way it's it's a question from you you don't have answer to the question we have on the floor correct Right. You that's, need, that's you need I... help with the uh, accent and grow. Right. And, yeah. We will we'll take it after this question has been discussed thoroughly. Okay. Oh. With, oh. Okay. 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 Yeah. We will take it. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's first uh, entirely cover the range of explanation uh, to the question that Dixie and Sanderson asked. Sometimes I call okay. her Anderson. I don't know. <laughs> correct correct yeah. way to say Sanderson, right, Dixie? <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Okay, so let's cool. see. Yes. If, yeah, yes. Who else? Oh, we have Rick. Rick is hand. here. Yes. Hi, Rick. Hi there. I, Hi there. I came in a little bit late. I, I, I was going to address Beth's question. But uh, what's the question on the floor? Uh, the question on the floor is, that if you add dot six starting A through J, it makes mm -hmm. contractions. However, when you add dot six to J, it becomes W. And that's right. not contraction. Why that W is like out of caste uh, in that place and why there is no contraction for that letter? You know, why the W oh, okay, sitting well. there in the series of CH, GH, SH, things right. like that. Okay. Uh, the simple answer, of course, is that uh, W was not in the French alphabet at the time. But yeah. uh, why they chose that particular configuration, I couldn't say. Uh, I'll hang around for one year address best question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, we, I mean, we covered that part. And the person who asked this question is Dixie Sanderson. And she already wrote to me in her email that she knows that W was l added later. However, why that W sitting there in the series of uh, this contractions? Okay, right. Okay, so let's see if anybody else. Uh, we have no further reasons. No hand up. Okay, all right. So Dixie, um, actually, what oh, Alice? We have um, yes, yes. Raised hand from Tini uh -huh. and Scott. Hello, am oh, okay. I now? Hi, yes. Jeannie. Hello. Hi. Um, so you have some answer, right, to the question? Well, on I'm the hoping floor? I do. I didn't read the book that uh -huh. um, was talked about. Yeah. Um, but 
of course, like she said, she knows W wasn't in the French alphabet. And yeah. I think it's kind of an issue of what came first, the chicken or the egg. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. you know, because she asked in relation to OW and WH, I'm assuming that mm-hmm. W came before the contractions came. And so therefore, you know, they since they had already used up um all the dot combination yeah that that they thought that would be the most logical and then i'm assuming that Mm -hmm. the contractions came later so that that would Mm -hmm. be my take Mm -hmm. on it also let me say if you don't mind here i know you wanted me to send you some resources that i mentioned last week and i will but i'm having to hunt down one of them because the uh, magnetic spice tins that i'm able to put braille on are no longer Mm -hmm. on amazon so i'm trying to contact the company mm-hmm. to see how to get them. So that's no problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, you take your time. Okay. Thank yeah. you. That's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Ginny, right? Ginny. Okay. All right. Who is next? Scott Edwards. Scott. Yes. Well, actually, I didn't have an answer for this. I had a question of my own. So if you want me to wait. Or... Oh, you, you want to know the question? No, uh, I have a, I have a question of my own. I have I have my own question. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. Scott. That uh, uh, we already have like three questions lined up after Dixie's question. So if we have time, we will definitely take your question as well. But right. if not, then we have to either postpone it to the next month, or you can email me your question. Shah at East Bay Center for the Blind dot oh, org. Okay. S H A H. Okay. All right. Oh. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what Alice explained, and that was very scholarly explanation. And I'm so happy uh, that there's such a book about which I personally did not know, but now I know. Thank you, Alice. Uh, Braille in the next millennium. And uh, of course, uh, at the beginning of this millennium, which is 2001, which is the correct beginning of this millennium, people started thinking about uh, Braille and its future and whether it will survive or not. And there was a a good discussion about uh, the existing stat the state and the future of Braille at the Bicentennial uh, Conference of Louis Braille's birthday in Paris, 2009. Louis Braille was born in 1809, and therefore in 2009, there was a bicentennial celebration of his birthday in Paris, and I was uh, privileged to be one of the keynote speakers there. So, yeah, there's a lot to learn. But at the same time, Ginny's explanation also stands out. And I agree with Ginny, it is true. See, this is what happened if if you run a story that when W wasn't there in French language and W wasn't in Braille, and when it was added later, so Louis Braille decided to assign the last letter of the first series, which is J, by adding dot six and made it W. 
and contractions came later it is interesting that louis braille himself conceived the idea of contractions of course he did not prepare all of them i as far as i know he started using 10 contractions now which are those 10 contractions i personally do not know and i wonder if anybody knows and even if someone knows that may not make much sense to us because at least i do not know french and i'm pretty sure the contractions he was using were in french to make it short w came first and contractions came later so when the you know anybody any committee or any person who started preparing the entire list of contractions in this series w was already sitting there so what to do you cannot change it and therefore he, they just had to leave it out as w only without assigning any contractions there was no room to do that because dot 6 was already there and uh it was a letter and cannot stand for a part word contraction does this help dixie where are you did you mute yourself yep, i was muted yeah that that you no know, don't don't mute until your question is over anybody who ask a question stay on the floor okay i got i got contractors here banging in the hammering so you don't want to hear that oh no no then it's better you mute yourself okay yeah 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 okay okay good good okay so bottom line is that the contractions came first and i mean w came first and then contractions came so there was no room to assign any contraction to this sign which consists of dots 2 4 5 6 w okay okay makes Got sense it? Yeah, thank, thank you. you. All right. Next question I got is from Linda Pekarski. Linda, are you there? I am and, here. And that is a high-tech question. So let's see. Linda ask your question. Okay. I am wondering if anybody has paired their NLS reader, their NLS e-reader with the kindle tablet the kindle fire tablet because i'm interested in knowing if you actually can read a kindle book with your nls e-reader wow is such a high tech question but i'm pretty sure there are people here who have been using e-reader and uh, they may be able to say what uh, the answer is but i only I only knew about Kindle but you started saying Kindle I know it's an Amazon product and I think Kindle that gives you audio books came much before any other audio version of the books available electronically that's kind of my understanding I may be wrong but anyway let's see if anybody has any answer to having a uh, e-reader paired with Kindle Uh, we have three raised hands. The first up is Scott. Okay, okay, Scott. Okay, this one I do have the answer for, at least according to, you know, I don't know if any of you are aware that every month there is, as a matter of fact, there's one today, the uh, calls about BARD and the, the LS, they have a series, they're doing a series of 
of uh, Zoom calls, you know, one each month on the, I guess, the second Thursday of the month. And they, uh, mm -hmm. it's not part of the community calls, but um, anyway, they, uh, I, they happened to be talking last month about the large mobile app on the Kindle on the Fire tablet. And I posed the question, could the e-reader be paired with the Fire tablet? And they said no. No. So they, oh, you already <laughs> posed that question. Yeah. I actually, oh, I you're ahead of our friend Linda. Yeah, okay. I, they said that at this least not at this time. Now, future possibilities may allow it, but I don't uh, have um, any further information. To, but they said at this time the e-reader could not be paired with the with the fire tablets oh wow interesting I don't, i'm and not sure why unless it's an amazon uh, thing or or you know or humanware thing or because as far as i know the other like humanware braille displays can be paired as far as i know can affirmative they, they can as far as i know i i don't know very much about you know, pairing with the with the uh, fire tablets as far as braille displays, but um, my my immediate my immediate hunch would be that they can be um, unless somebody else knows something different. So, in other words, like the Brailleian or the Mantis or the Chameleon or thing displays like that, I probably can be. Uh, now, I don't know if it would be. If they can be done by just USB or either USB or Bluetooth, uh, that that I couldn't tell you for sure. But. We do have four other days, Tans. All right, um, thanks. Thank you, Scott. Dawn is up next. Yeah, who you said next, Abraham? Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Hey, uh, Abraham and Baleen. So, um, mm. first, I'll say I'm kind of looking into this question, me and. Uh, Mike, um, because we're helping a friend of ours with her e-reader, um, and she has a fire tablet as well. I can tell you, I did go to a call. Um, it's called iBug Android Insight. Um, I can't remember when it is um, every month, but I did actually ask the same question there. And they said that um, if the human wear brilliant bi 20x or like if a brilliant bix thing was listed on the device braille display specific device that you had if it was listed on amazon's thing then there's a good chance that your reader can be paired with it i did check human wears brilliant bi is listed so what i would say if i were you is I would at least give it a shot and see if it and see if it works. If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I hate to I hate to do that, but I am also looking into this question as well um, to help someone out as well with their stuff that we're all that me and Mike are helping with too. So if anybody's answers would be greatly appreciated from that point as well. So thank you. Okay, thank you, Don. And we have a few more people, right? Jody yes. next. Yes. Jody. Yes. 
Hello, Valine. Hello. And, uh, hello, Linda. And hello, Dixie. Um, <laughs> oh, before you before you say something, Jody, I have some fun explanation. Uh, your name Jody means to pair in our Indian language. And, it means uh, what? Li Linda is trying to pair Kindle with e-reader. Ah, <laughs> that's what Jody means. Jody means pairing. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, well, pair. thank you. Now, when two people are together, day. we call it a Jody. That is two ah. people. <laughs> <laughs> well, very I good. Like thank to, you. I like to make some sidebar explanation or comments. Oh, I love it! I love it. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, that's, move that's on. Wonderful. Uh, well, I, I, I was going to say, as a workaround, you can get the Kindle app and put it on your phone and then read the Braille that way. Although I don't know if the Kindle app. Theoretically, if it's working on the phone, then it should pair with your e-reader. But I don't know the exact answer. Mm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's probably mm -hmm. an option. So yeah, I, I read Kindle books on the Kindle app. Yeah. But you're pairing it with your iPhone, not, not a Kindle. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you, you're listening to the Kindle app on the iPhone and you can pair the e-reader with the iPhone. So it's kind of a yeah. workaround. Yeah. 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 That's kind of a via media option. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Who is next? Um, next up, we have Beth again. Yeah, Beth, do you have the answer? Um, actually, I have a question related um, to this. Uh, when, do you, when, when are these BARD classes? Uh, calls and and what are they like uh, oh. they're zoom but how do you get in touch with those yeah that's a good question scott can answer scott well scott doesn't have to necessarily have to answer okay i'm unmuted now i was <laughs> oh okay uh, yeah yeah see, yes. there's an email address you can send to i still have it um haven't done it, but I've I've gotten a mind through through some other another list. Um, I don't know if any of y'all are familiar with the Tech VI list with David Goldfield. That's where I usually find out about them. Apparently, they don't mind if you share them on other lists. But any if you send an e, let's see. I believe it's N L S P as in Papa E S at loc.gov okay yep yeah, just send a message requesting to be pl placed on the on the list of bard related of, of bard zoom calls you know on the, the list of on the email ask you know send a message requesting i guess in your own words like, to be placed on the on their email list for upcoming events yeah oh sorry could you email me that information so that if anybody asks further I can share it with them you know the information about the barred zoom meetings oh okay please yeah Shah at East Bay Center for the Blind dot org. Okay. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because I don't understand any, and I've been always yeah, looking so. for someone to teach me how to read Braille from from um, Bard and on my e reader, and I just can't. 
don't don't know how to do it. And and I do have the Kindle app on my phone. I don't understand any of this either. And I would like to learn because okay. I do better with Braille than yeah. Yes, me too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We have Terry Nettles up next. Right. Terry Nettles. Kindle. Our Hello. basic question is about Kindle. Hello, okay. Terry. Um, yes. I was just going to say the same thing that Jody said. I mm -hmm. also use it on my um, e iPhone. You know, I uh, from my iPhone because I have the, the app also. And mm -hmm. I actually, I have a whole lot of books that are in my Kindle. And... I wasn't really reading them too much. I used to have the fire and now that I have it on my iPhone and then I, I, I read it with my e-reader. So it's much better. So mm -hmm. anyway, I don't know if the Android devices have it. They probably do. Um, but again, that would be a good question to, to ask uh, the tech people. Um, you reading the, and, te the yeah. text books. The books that if you were cited, you'd be able to see it, right? Correct. It's, it comes across in my on my um, e-reader as a uh, as Braille and text um, when I pair it to my phone. Yeah, yeah. And then I do you have a phone, an iPhone, or? Yeah, I do, but I don't want to use it for that purpose. I want to use my Kindle. I I I, oh. I segregate mm. my activities. <laughs> Gotcha, but you know you what? want to use Kindle and not Kindle out, app. Talk to the, talk to them, or even talk to Humanware and ask them if it will, yeah. if it can do it. And if not, then if you want to read your books, that might be the only other way. If you want to read them in Braille, <laughs> right, right? Okay, correct, correct. Yeah, thank you. Okay, mm -hmm. thank you, Jody. This, uh, this okay. is Jody with a, this is Jody with a quick comment. Uh, uh -huh. Linda's Linda's not using the Humanware e-reader; she's using the Zoom X one. And I imagine that if you were Ooh. to call app, uh, Amazon Accessibility, they might be able to help you out. Yes, that's oh, a good. Yeah, that's, that's right. Well, thank you, Terry. Okay. <clears throat> so now, um, uh, let's see. The... Oh, yeah. By the way, I wanted to ask Chanel. Hello, Chanel. Do you have anybody in Clubhouse asking any questions? We do not, but I will raise yeah. my hand in Zoom if we do. I know. That's what I thought, but I thought I would double check. But do you have Thank people you. in the Clubhouse? What? Do you have some people in the Clubhouse? We do. We've had a couple people come and go, just a lot of come people and go. listening. Oh, yes. That's what Clubhouse is. Okay. So far, when I last checked, we had 28 participants, which is good. We are reaching the level of 30. All right. So that's so much I think people can tell in their answer to your question, Linda. Yep. But at least that's you got okay. something. I did. Oh. I, I got ideas. So thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Mm -hmm. uh, Dorothy has some question, which uh, I think Dorothy can only tell. Dorothy, 210. Area code. Oh, has she left or she's trying she to get is, yeah. Um, I just sent a phone request to her. No, we are not able to connect with Dorothy, it looks. Okay. I'm unmuted now. I'm sorry. I, I and that's okay. Dorothy? Sorry about that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, yes. Um, when 
we met last week. Uh, I wasn't able to stay for the last 30 minutes. And so, uh, Terry, you you referred to something, and uh, I apologize. I'm trying out hearing aids, but I'm not used to these yet. I couldn't tell what you said, but like a, a Braille lock or something like that. It was in your very first part of your presentation. Can you tell me what that is? Okay, that's a question to Terry Nettle. Yes. Nettles, yeah. Okay, Dorothy, um, you were saying um, when I, what, what, uh, in, um, what part of my um, presentation were you, you talking, were talking about, about again? I'm sorry. In the, in the kitchen, marking yeah. things, uh -huh. uh, like the microwave and the stove and stuff. And I think oh, yeah, there's these something... dots. They're, they're these, uh, they call them lock dots. Lock dot, yes. L O C K. Okay. Yes. Uh, check with um, Maxi Aids. They're rubber and they have like, uh, there's round ones that are that are round, you know, and kind of like flat with a flat top. They're, then they're, it's a variety pack. Then they have some that are square and then they have some that are round, but they feel more like a bubble. Interesting. Okay. I I didn't know about those and finding them might be another thing. Uh, but you said maxi aids. Okay. Right. That's um, correct. Just ask okay, them about great. those, those uh, buttons that are rubbery. Um, and they, you know, you stick them on appliances or, you know, or different things, you know, so that you can, um, some people have even done it like on a VCR or not VCR, but we call, uh, um, a DVD player or whatever, or sometimes, you know, people have done it just to find a, a certain button or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. One of my biggest problems in the kitchen with appliances is that I'm using those little uh, race dots and they don't tend to stay on. So once right. it's off the, the keypad and stuff, then you're in trouble. <laughs> you can't yeah, these out, stay pretty you know. good. I mean, these are, uh, I've had mine on now on my stove for four years and they haven't even come off. <laughs> Okay, I need to try that. Thank you, yeah. Terry. You're welcome. And, thank, uh, thank you, Terry. And it looks uh, three more people have some comments or some explanation okay, about uh, lock dot or something else uh, in the kitchen, okay. I believe. So, Jordy, right? Jordy, you want to add yes. something to what Terry said? Yeah. Okay. I was gonna. What I was gonna add is an yeah. easier way to get those little dots is just go to Home Depot or Lowe's, and uh, they have. Uh, if, if you go to the part of the store where they sell the little bumpers that you put inside your cabinet doors, it's the same thing. So, you know, the, you know, the little dots that are in your cabinet doors that prevent them from banging. And they're, they're also little domes that are clear and you can buy them in any Home Depot or Lowe's. They also oh. have different sizes. They have big ones and little ones. And, you know, you can get assorted packages of there. And they're a lot less expensive than buying them from the specialty catalog. Oh, of course. Yes. Thank oh, you. good. Good piece of information. Yeah. That's a okay. Good Thank you. Thank you, Jody. Sure. Ginny. Okay. Um. Yeah. Just a little slight correction. Actually, I uh -huh. think that hmm, the rubbery ones are called bump dots, and then the lock dots are the little round circles that have one little dot in the middle or one little dash. But mm -hmm. also, um, 
they're not that expensive if you get the big variety. I think you can get 200 and something for like $8 um, if you know, if you want to order them from Maxi Aids, $8 or $8.50 or something like that. But um, so anyway, we, you know, because that might be easier than especially if you, like me, would have to pay for transportation to get to Home Depot and then transportation to get back home plus pay for the dots. You know, you can get like, I, th I think it is 200 and something. I may be wrong on the number, but you can get several for under nine dollars from max and uh, the oh, price also more. varies you know from place yeah the price does vary you know, so. what, anyway i just okay. wanted to add yeah. that what town you live in Thank in you. your home depot yeah. you know so that's fine but approximately like that yes yeah. four cents a piece eight dollars two hundred okay good. all right thank you gd and then we have karen rose hi karen Hi, I have a um Hi. Have a question. Karen is Hi. relatively a new participant here. Karen, uh, yes, here's how I we do. Uh, but welcome to this show. I think uh, you have been attending for about like three or four weeks, correct? Like two weeks. Okay. Three weeks. Oh, about three two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. 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 Uh, here's how it works. We take a question, and the question is on the floor. Then people raise their hands. If they have the answers to the question that we have on the floor, once that is over, then we allow or we give the opportunity to other people who have a question. Okay, so you you seem to have a question, right? Oh yeah, not about the dots. So I thought oh, okay. this I thought this particular Thursday was open to any question. No, I'm sorry. What's that? I thought that uh, given the description of this meeting, I thought this particular Thursday was open to any question that you had about Braille. Uh, no, no, no. Only, you know, trying to answer Beth's question. Uh, okay. Actually, Terry did and then Jody added and then uh, like that. So do you have anything more to say about uh, uh, LockDot? No, I don't. Okay, so please hold on to your question. I am not sure we will be able to take it today. If not, then every second Thursday of every month, we have this question answer session when you can ask. Or if oh, okay. you want the, the answer second, immediately, the Thursday. Okay? You can, okay, you can, if you want the answer immediately, then you can email me your question, shah, S-H-A-H, at eastbaycenterfortheblind.org. Got it? Okay. All right. Thank you, Karen. Okay. See, do you have up. the answer to dot lock? Uh, lock yes, dot. I have a bit about dot locks. When yes, you please. put them on, yeah. You, um, if you before you put them on, use rubbing alcohol to clear, clean off all the oils and all that off of the surface because the part of the reason yes. they're not sticking is because there's residues and chemicals on there so you use rubbing alcohol wipe it down really well before you put the lock dots on and they'll stay better great thank you okay great okay and uh, beth do you have something to say about this lock dot okay yeah um <clears throat> i first of all i didn't know that that um, 
they were um, the locked dots, but but I've gotten dots from Walmart before, like even the Velcro dots, and I think I've gotten dots. I think I have square dots too. I got. I think you can get those from Amazon, but but I put them as like dots, like locator dots, or like um like like I would search for like you know in like just say if I wanted to get games like games for the blind and visually impaired, and that would be under toy games and toys. And I don't know how I got the the dots maybe maybe that was um in housewares or something like that or maybe that was with the the games i don't know but you can get them i'm i'm sure even braille superstore i don't know oh yeah any of very likely yes yes yeah braille superstore maxiade but then home depot and amazon amazon sells (laughs) the entire world you can just ask anything almost anything and Amazon has uh, that for you. Right. We do not mm-hmm. know about the price comparison, but yes, Amazon sells, sells almost everything. Right. That's Amazon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Thank you so much, Beth. All right. So we have covered pretty much what Dorothy wanted to know. All right, Dorothy. Thank you. And we will Thank now you. take Scott's question. Scott was the first one who said that he had a question. So, Scott. And hopefully he's still there. Okay, thanks. I didn't know if you'd get to me or not. I had to go out and come back twice because I had a, had a couple of phone calls. but That's okay. They were, yeah. They were, but you're back. Yeah. Yeah. So you did make it to my question. Well, my question concerns the use of numbers and T A and T H, um, like fourth and fifth and sixth, you know, like, or even first, you know, with S T for first. I know that now in U E B, we instead of using like fourth and fifth we do in other words instead of using the th sign we have the letters th after the number four or five well my well my question is is there does does something does the use of the if we used if we used the, the the contraction like a th or st sign would it does that mean something else in ueb in other words there's is it some three cell (laughs) symbol that's used now instead of Mm -hmm. since we yeah it's a good question do we use (laughs) is this like numbers is in other words it's dots three four five six followed by dots one four five followed by one four five six is that a is that some other UEB symbol of some kind? Mm-hmm. And, if, okay. and if so, what is it? Yeah. So let's uh, focus on that TH and ST sign, which are no longer used with the numbers in UEB. And you wanted to know the reason. You know, Basically, does, does it do mean these, something? these uh, ST and TH sign mean something else when used in UEB? 
Okay. Right. Let's see. With, uh, with that with that context, you know, with the number yeah. sign followed by a digit letter followed by that followed by that contraction. Yeah. The sign. Got it. We Let's have see. Wow. Okay. I kind of thought Rick would be the first to raise his hand. Yes, Rick. He raised his hand even before the question was fully asked. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Actually, it wasn't the question I was expecting, but um, I can only partially answer that. The yeah. ST sign in a numeric context is a fraction line. Okay. And it might confuse the computer a little bit. Even you would think not, because if, if you have like number sign one, that ST, and then a blank, uh, yeah. you'd, you'd think it would understand but I, I guess they thought that was too complicated to make a special rule so they said no you can't do that uh, I understand why they don't want you to use ST for street or saint because then uh, the computer's going to think you mean the word still but uh, in a numeric context that's the only thing I can think of is that the ST is used for a fraction line. It might confuse the computer, even though there's a blank after it. The TH sign, I guess they thought, well, for consistency's sake, we can't, we don't want you to be allowed the TH, but not the ST. It's too confusing. That's all I can guess. Because I'm not aware of any other meaning the TH sign has in a numeric in, uh, Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Let's see who else. Nobody um, else? No one else. Oh. Anybody else who would like to say? Oh, good. Okay. Yes. So it's a, it's a rule, you know, that you can't use contractions uh, following the numeric indicator. And, of course, as Rick said, that the ST sign may be confused with the fraction line. And... ST, you know, the dots three, four had multiple roles in AB. You know, it meant a slash, it meant a fraction line, it meant ST, it also meant the word still if a space before and after. And at times there were confusions. So uh, the UEB committee decided to reduce its role and that's how, you know, ST or dash three four has been assigned only for the fraction line, and that is true. You know, numeric indicator, then one, and then ST. Now, is it like one uh, divided by two? After that, of course, there has to be two or three or four, whatever. It's not there, but it's still it's a fraction line. That's how computer reads, and computer gets confused. Personally, personally, I believe that the computer can be trained. Software has a tremendous ability to understand. And now with AI coming, you know, I heard that AI is even able to write a screenplay. I don't believe, but I heard that. So if that much can be done, I don't think that dots three four can be confused with a fraction line when there is a space after. Because if it is a fraction line, then there you have to have some number after that. If there is no number and a space, then it is ST. And that should be read first. But that's my belief. However, whatever UEB has decided or UEB committee has decided, 
we have to follow that and they don't want to want us to use the contractions for at and th and uh, explaining your uh, uh, th question does it mean something else and not really nothing else other than it's th or of course this but that's a different story okay all right so we didn't get more explanation than whatever we, we talked we now. We do have a hand from Beth. Um, okay, yes. Beth. Beth. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to uh, remind you of my question earlier about accents. Yes. I think I had a question um, uh -huh, uh -huh. with the uh, uh, accented E and when you use grab oh, accent. Yes. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The, Accent. I know we got started with yeah. the Kindle. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I almost um, <laughs> forgot too. So, <laughs> Beth, can we take it later? Because Karen had some question, you know, before oh, you. Sure. Okay. Okay. Oh, sure. So if you can bear with us. Karen Rose, right? Karen Rose, you have a question. Um, All right. Karen? I believe uh, Beth, Beth's question was first, yes, yeah. uh, Yep, I'm here. I'm sorry, this is Karen Rose. Uh, okay, Karen Rose, yes. Take my question, yeah. I just had yeah. a question. Yes. Um, I'm new to learning Braille, and I have a question about how I should hold my hands and my wrist. Like, do you, are mm -hmm. you supposed to hold the paper or the book, whatever, like, you know, your hands supposed to be just straight because holding my hands like straight forward, mm -hmm. like both left and right hand together, it seems like an awkward type of position. It seems mm -hmm. like an unnatural type of position holding my hands straight. Mm -hmm. So I tend to turn the paper a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, so my, you know, so mm -hmm. I can, but turning okay. my hand, yeah, puts it dots at a weird position and makes it harder to, Distinguishing when it's kind of turned, uh -uh. Okay. You know, but holding it straight, it just doesn't feel right on my wrist. Okay, great. So your question is about the hand movement. Yeah, the, the hand positioning, position. I guess. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. Uh, uh, let me first ask you, Karen, how much Braille you know and how much you are using? I'm just learning right now the Hadley Everyday Braille. Just learning the uncontracted letters right now. Oh, okay. So we are currently yeah. learning uncontracted uh, letters, yep. correct? Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And uh, how have you learned? Like, uh, do you take workshops or? Uh, uh, Hadley sends the books to you in the mail and then you uh -huh. call on your phone. I think you can do uh -huh. it on the computer too, but you can do it on your phone. You call to like a, a lesson uh -huh. line and you press okay. the option for what book you're working in and uh -huh. just listen to the audio prompts and it takes you, it tells you to turn the page and so you just oh. follow it that way. Oh, I see. Okay. 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 So that helps you to learn your uncontracted Braille, correct? Yes. And I'm just okay. really up to like the letter G, maybe. I haven't got very far with it, but I'm trying ah. to just figure out how to hold my hands and it's just not yeah. comfortable. Yeah. And uh, did the audio recording uh, give you details about hand movements when you read Braille? It how does you not. Should, huh? yes. not. Not on this level. Maybe... They have more advanced braille. Maybe later they tell you, but right now it hasn't mentioned anything about how to hold your hand. Well, uh, I I personally believe I don't know. 
if if somebody is learning braille from me i will first teach hand movements and then ask that person to read braille but that's my way okay and everybody's way is different so that's okay so let's see let's see who have the answers to karen's question about hand movements Um, Nobody. We have uh, Jeannie. Okay. Jeannie. All right. Um, yes. So, like Feline, I I have taught Braille. I did it for twenty some years. And oh wow. And and I agree with you absolutely. You need to teach the correct way to hold the hands and the fingers right at the beginning because, for example, you know I had students where they thought. <clears throat> excuse me, thought they were supposed to read with the point of their finger. And it's like, well, no, not, you know, you mm -hmm. have to read with the soft pad of your finger. Yeah. And I don't know if you already knew that or not, Karen, but, and you don't want to press down hard on the dots. You want to be very gentle. It's almost kind of like a, a bouncy thing is how I describe it to students. And like, if you take the index finger of your other hand and gently feel the top of your like I'm I've got the index finger of my left hand and I'm gently feeling the top of my right hand I can mm -hmm. feel the veins and all that which which is good because that would be kind of a akin to feeling the braille dots but if you press down really hard then you can feel the bones and all that underneath it and so you you don't want to press hard also um I would suggest since you're just learning, don't hold the book in your lap. Um, have it on a flat surface in front of you, such as a table. And then don't slant it. I know when people read and write print, often they do slant the book. But try to have it straight on with the edge of the table. And then um, put your hands up toward the top of the page. And and have your fingers so that the, you're using the pads of your fingers to go across, but don't have your hands flat because obviously, you know, they're going to be on the rest of the page and that would be very difficult. Um, I don't know if you ever played a musical instrument. I know when, when I learned how to play the piano, they told us to kind of curve our fingers so our wrists are up higher than our fingers and and mm -hmm. and that's how I read braille and and so you might want to try that but be sure you're using those soft pads of your fingers to to go across and to feel your dots and I I hope that helps a little bit that's probably not everything you need to know but that's a start I have more of a question about the like your wrist position is your is your hand mm -hmm. supposed to be like really straight or no, with my hand just straight yeah. down. No, like your wrist you doesn't want feel your like wrist, it's a good position. Yeah, you want your wrist to be higher. So it's it's more of a slant. So if someone were to put a pencil on my hand when I'm reading Braille, that pencil is going to roll right down my hand because I don't have it flat, you know, so that the wrist is the same level as the page. Now others may have other ideas, I don't know, but but I have my wrists are up a little higher than my hands when I'm reading. Okay, the then I've, I've got my hand down now and using my on my right hand and using uh -huh. my index finger. That's your first finger, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On mm -hmm. like 
a dot. It's actually on my leg, but it's like it uses a dot. But my wrist is slightly to the right a little bit. Is that a natural position, or because it's well, like when yeah, I because my your wrist index my finger wrist. is to the left of your wrist. So right, so yeah, yeah. But I was thinking that my wrist had to be straight. But when I bring my wrist a little bit back over to the left to make it more straight, it doesn't feel like a natural position. So it's yeah, you awkward. want it to feel comfortable and you want to be able to go straight across with your reading finger or fingers. So, right. Okay. Hopefully so that helps. A, a few things, you know, sure. uh, if somebody else has. To... Yeah, well, Linda we has something a, to say. But a... uh, before we go to Linda, I will say that, you know, a few things that I tell people, uh, you know, be kind to your Braille, which means don't, you know, don't rub, don't scrub. And another funny thing I tell people, scrub your floor, don't scrub your Braille. <laughs> so in other words, you uh -huh. just need to be, you know, your, your soft touch. Even if you are not able to figure out what letter it is, but still be soft while reading braille and of course uh as uh, Ginny said uh, by the way Ginny, i need one email from you saying hello okay there's something else i want to tell i'll tell via email okay Ginny. okay sounds okay. great um, send me hello email uh, your resources can come later okay all right so moving on we do we have we so, do have additional days hands um and yes. we have three minutes to the hour three minutes yes we may extend a little bit. We don't want. Oh, there are quite a few people. All right. So, Linda. Um, Karen, whatever position you find your hands in, it's really, really good if, if you feel relaxed because that will help you read the Braille much better. And, and consistency. Sorry. Your I dog also has the answer. We have to go, guys. I'm sorry. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay. All right. We go to next. <laughs> next up is Jewel. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say pretty much the same thing as um, Linda was about to say, is just make sure that whatever position you use, it's comfortable for you. Mm -hmm. um, you're going to fatigue yourself, you know, if you you know, it's uncomfortable to you. So even if, you know, if, if the position that you learn is not comfortable to you, try something a little different. Um, I okay. think the most important thing is to um, try to trail with as many fingers as you can to get used to multi-finger reading and just, um, you know, loosey-goosey on the wrist, you know, make okay. it relaxed. Um, okay. had, I don't know if Hallie still has it, um, the tactile readiness, class i don't know if you took that or if it's still available um the nice thing about that is it kind of helps you learn to trace it a little faster um i took that class many years ago and it was great i don't know if they still have it though okay i can call yeah. them find out called tactile readiness yeah. tactile readiness mm -hmm. it is basically okay. just teaching you how to trace the lines without actually like just helping you learn to to um decipher the dots without like stopping to look at them for too long okay uh, so like Jewel, some of the lines will oh. where do we get the tactile readiness that's, uh, that's hadley hadley school for the blind has that yeah so she's going to hadley now 
I don't know if they still have the tactile readiness. Okay. But I remember like uh, some of the ones I were strongly like full doubt. cell. Yeah, they might not. Um, but like full braille cell, L, full braille cell, kind of like, you know, and then they asked you to put a sticker next to the L's, stuff like that. Um, I don't know if they still have that though. Okay. Okay. Well, one, one more important thing I would like to mention here. Uh, who are we talking to, Karen? It's, yes. Okay, Karen. Uh, at East Bay Center for the Blind, we have started offering uh, Braille courses that you can sit and learn at home. Are you able to use computer with JAWS or anything, screen reader? I, I don't really use it too much. I can use it, but I don't really use it. Now, but you are able to use if you want to use it? I could, uh, but I wouldn't use it to go online or nothing. I could. Okay. Uh, I was yeah. just doing some word processing with it, but I don't really do anything else. Oh, no, no, that's okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So currently we have a course which is called, uh, you know, Reading Uncontracted Braille. And uh, very first thing what we have covered there is your hand movement, how best you can read Braille. And then we teach what is the full cell and how the letters are and all of that. It, But it is an audio-based course. So either you can play a Word file on your computer and the computer will speak, or you can ask for a flash drive that you can play on your NLS DTB machine, you know. Oh, talking, okay. Talking okay, machine. we do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. so if you are willing, you can enroll, you can go online, and fill out the enrollment application. You don't have to do it yourself. It's pretty simple. But okay. if you need help, you can always take help in filling out the application. If okay. not, then you can call and we will fill it out the application for you. And the number to call is area code 510-843-6935. So that's 510-843-6935. Are you able to send an email using computer or phone? Yes, I can send an email to you on the phone. Oh, that's wonderful. So then uh -huh. send me an email, okay? Okay. okay. And then we can Thank communicate you. better. So you can enroll and then see if that helps. Uh, the, you know, the, the audio teacher is there on the flash drive or using your computer, you can do that. So you don't have to call for the lessons for explanation. Everything is there. And if you still need help, you can always call for assistance. Okay. Got it? Okay, okay. I'll send an email. Thank you so much, everyone. Yeah, you may want to try that and see if that helps you better. Mm hmm I will. Thank you. All right. We are running out of time, but let's see quickly, Beth. And then Karen. Okay? Yeah, I was going yeah. to say to um, uh, Karen what, what we can, like, the... Um, She's going to say what? I'm Can sorry. you hear me? Uh, breath, you're breath, breaking, uh -huh. yeah. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was, um, first, I didn't know that when the lady spoke about the wrist being up, I, I learned something too, but I read with all my fingers and I, I was taught to kind of like advance like the right hand and then like, then you can like read faster if that, that gets the end of the line or 
like you can move to um, the next line, like have the right the right hand a little ahead of the left hand. Okay. Okay. Thank so, you. Yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. And uh, we can go to Karen now. Karen um, Rose. It is, it is yes. Karen's question. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Ken is the one who asked the question. All right. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. We have reached the end of the hour. Actually, we have passed the time. So I thank you all for joining, for making this session so interactive, interesting, and informative. And keep it up. Keep it your keep up your good spirit. Have a good week ahead and good weekend. And I will see you all next Thursday. Our poll star will be Jewel Casper, and we will learn a lot from her. So with that, I wish you all a good time ahead, and thank you so much for joining. Take care. Bye-bye.